0: All right, crazy Reddit stories. Now, before I get started, I want to let y'all know you're probably going to hear lots of cars and motorcycles and even loud ass people during this recording because this apartment is so fucking close to the street and it's on a hill. So any motor, any vehicle with a motor that's passing by has to try extra hard to get up the fucking hill. So you might be hearing that during the recording. And I was trying to wait, but it's been way too long since I've recorded something new. And this shit is just like every hour of the day. There's really no avoiding it. There's nothing you can do. So consider it like the soundtrack or some background music or something like that. Hopefully it won't be too bad. All right. So we're going to get right into it, my friend. Crazy Reddit stories. The question of the day. What's a crazy story you've been wanting to tell, but there's never been a thread specific enough for it? All right. Story number one. You want crazy because I've got crazy. This happened a long time ago, back in my mid-20s. I knew a guy, a kind of casual friend who was 21, and who had a girlfriend who was 17, still in high school. They had been together for about two years. Which means this motherfucker was 19 when he got with a 15-year-old girl, dog. But I'm going to move on. I knew a guy who was 21, had a girlfriend who was 17, still in high school. They had been together for about two years. We'll call him Steve because his name is Steve. She lived with her mom, dad, and her brother, who was about two years older than her and entering college. I had met them and hung out over at their house a few times, so I kind of knew them and they were really nice people. So Steve used to be at her house almost every night. He his girlfriend, and her parents would hang downstairs and watch TV for the evening. And then usually the folks would go upstairs to bed and Steve and his girlfriend would hang out a while longer and usually have sex in the bathroom or on the living room floor. Normal stuff, really. Now, her dad was a transportation coordinator for a large company, so he spent a lot of time on the road. When he was home from the road, he didn't go to the office too much. He usually worked from home. Sometimes Steve's girlfriend would be tired and go to bed shortly after her mom and her dad would be working on his computer at a little desk in the dining room and Steve would hang out on the couch watching TV. Okay, off to the races. Steve was into computers so he and the dad would look at new games and stuff on whatever latest and greatest machine work had given him. One night, Steve's down on the floor plugging something into the power strip and when he comes up on his knees, he can tell that his girlfriend's dad has a massive hard-on. The dad pulls his sweats down and asks if he likes that. <laughs> so for the, just in case that's not clear, one night Steve is down on the floor plugging in some power cord. And when he comes up on his knees, he can tell that his girlfriend's father has an erection, a massive hard-on. That's what that means. So then he pulls down his pants and asks Steve if he likes it. Let's continue. So the writer says, most of us bail at this point, right? No, Steve starts sucking his dick, finishes the job, and goes home. So this becomes kind of a regular thing every month or so. Steve stays past the girlfriend and the mom going to bed, and he sucks off the dad. But wait, it gets better. Steve and the girlfriend eventually move in together. And one night, he's dropping something off to his girlfriend's mom, and the dad is on the road. He's traveling. The mom is in just a house coat. She starts putting the moves on him, and he takes her into the downstairs bathroom, bending her over the counter and railing her. So, the dad is traveling. Steve is dropping off something to his mother or his girlfriend's mother, She is in just a housecoat. She's wearing nothing else. She starts putting the moves on him, or in other words, seducing him. And Steve takes his girlfriend's mother into the downstairs bathroom, bends her over the counter, and starts railing her. And for those of y'all that don't know, in this context, to rail somebody means to aggressively penetrate them with your penis. All right? Moving on. They start working this in when they can and when the husband is on the road, meaning... Now, Steve and his girlfriend's mother are having sex whenever the father is traveling. So they start working this in when they can, when the husband is on the road, and he can find a way to come over without his girlfriend. But, oh, we're not done, kids. Steve and his girlfriend start hitting some rough patches. They start having difficulties in their relationship. So he's over at the house talking to her brother. And he was talking to him about what was going on with the problems in the relationship. And... Yes, they also fucked. Now, at this point, you'd just be going, okay, this is clearly the most fucked up family on the planet because you just know they're all fucking each other. That house has got to be the grand central station of incest. But no, when it all finally blew up, and it did, in a big way, it turned out that the only one that knew about the other ones was Steve. The guy who had been having sex with every member of the family. Okay, so just in case that wasn't clear. When it finally blew up, meaning when everybody finally discovered what was going on in a probably very uh, uh, unpleasant way. It turned out that Steve was the only one that knew that he was fucking every member of the family. None of the other family members knew about this shit. Like, what the fuck, bro? So then he f- he finishes his story by saying, I started touring pretty heavily right around when it blew up. So he's a musician, apparently. I started touring pretty heavily right around when it blew up, so I never talked to any of them again. When you live to be in your 50s and you spend a huge amount of time... No, when you spend a huge amount of those years in a rock band touring the world, you see some pretty crazy shit. I definitely have some other crazy stories, but damn. Okay, so he's ending it by saying... This is a story from his mid-20s. He's, I guess, in his 50s now. He started touring with this rock band around that time, so he never talked to anybody from this fucked up family again. And he's seen some crazy shit, but this is just an insane story. If it's true, I've read this like six or seven times now, and I don't know if I believe this shit, dog. I really don't. I'll be honest with you. Obviously, y'all get to decide what y'all believe, but this sounds like a fucking twisted net This sound i don't know like a netflix series or some shit dog it just sounds made up and he just kind of glossed over the fact that this motherfucker was 19 when he got with a 15 year old girl like what the fuck and then i asked myself okay where were his parents and if this story is true i guess you could understand because they were fucking him too like dog what the i don't know this story seems made up but uh it was entertaining that's for sure and it looks like I finished right on time because um, somebody's car is getting broken into. Um. Anyway, moving on. Story number two. Same question, though. I am going to repeat it before we continue. Let me scroll back up. What's a crazy story you've been wanting to tell, but there's never been a thread specific enough for it? All right. Story number two. Let me find it. Okay, here we go. Okay, long, useless story of fuckery ahead. And for those of y'all that don't know, the word fuckery is like bullshit or nonsense or something that's just not going to lead to anything good, something that's usually a waste of time or just like, what the fuck, you know, that's fuckery. So a long, useless story of fuckery coming right at you. Here we go. A few years ago, I was promoted to a management position within a software company I work for. I was told I was hand-picked for the job, and though it was a big promotion, I would not receive a pay increase until I had the team performing at minimum required performance standards. Two years in, I had the team running the best numbers it had ever seen, far exceeding the minimum standards. Every quarter, I asked to be reviewed for a raise, and every quarter, a reason was found to skip the review. Finally... I brought HR into the mix because fuck you, I'm nailing this and busting my ass over here. Miraculously, a date was set for the end of the month. Funny how that works out. Alas, a week before my review date, where I would surely be granted my rate increase, my direct supervisor, a micromanaging weasel of a man, and the CEO of the company, rewrote the minimum requirements to just barely exceed my team's current projected stats. When I came to him, fists clenched. He explained this move was an unrelated adjustment to compensate for improved average performance. Totally legit. Of course, with this change in place a week later, he took the opportunity with the HR director in attendance to express his deep and profound disappointment with my performance and to warn me that he expected me to go the extra mile next quarter or face disciplinary action since my team had failed to make the new grade. I was angry. So angry. I wanted to complain, but hey, it's the CEO. Who am I going to complain to? He knew that too, and it sneered at me anytime he could. That's why I worked even harder, neglected my family and personal health, and worked to drive my team to their limits. We fucking made it, too. I was going to show that dick stain he couldn't win. Unless he cheated. When it became apparent that he was going to be forced to eat a pile of shit he shoveled to me in the previous meeting with the HR in attendance, he called me into a meeting to design a training handout for the team. We bounced ideas back and forth, but something was weird. Every time I tried to assign a task to someone or set a due date on the handout, the CEO dodged it. By the end of the meeting, we had accomplished nothing solid and he tabled the assignment for a later date. Because it was tabled and I assumed we would reschedule follow-up, I filed my notes away and moved on with other work. A month after that planning meeting... I was pulled into HR and written up for failing to issue the training handout we had tabled. The CEO was in attendance and brought his personally typed meeting notes clearly outlining that I was assigned the task that day. I had no recourse. He was lying. I said as much and was treated like a combative child. He acted insulted and incredulous. By the end, I was sent home for the day with a demotion off of the team I had built and worked so hard for. I still don't know why the CEO had it out for me. He hired in his most ass lickingest assistant manager to replace me and told everyone he could how bad I did in that position. I'll never be chosen for something like that again because this fuck decided he didn't like me. That's it. No revenge. No justice. The bad guy wins maybe one day he'll die in a fiery car crash one can only hope jesus man i don't know dog i think this dude uh was just fucking jealous maybe who knows maybe he was just jealous of how good you were doing he's like nobody's gonna fucking outshine me there are some people you know maybe he had a little dick and he just couldn't you know he's mad about it so he's got a fucking Anybody that's doing better than him or seems like a threat to his ego, got to knock him down a few pegs. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. Um, And I also don't know if I believe in karma. You know, some like some people might hear that story and be like, don't worry, man. What goes around comes around. He's going to get his. I don't know if I believe that shit. There are a lot of people that do a lot of evil shit and nothing happens to them. And then they just die like the rest of us peacefully often they don't even die in some horrific way they just die you know well well, he's gonna burn in hell for eternity it's like i mean maybe maybe but you don't know that you never died you don't know what happens after right so fuck that guy fuck that i'm sure there are people right now working in corporations that can totally identify with the story it's like the higher the person gets up on the corporate ladder the more of a license to be a fucking dick that they have, and nothing can be done about it. Because by the time you actually get down to the heart of the matter, there's so much bureaucracy and red tape and corporate talk and fucking delays, and oh, it's been handled, oh, take it up with HR and then send you to this department and then that department and fuck, you know? That's why I would literally die. I would, no, I said that wrong. I would literally rather die than work at some fucking Corporation dog. I would literally just prefer not to exist. If I'm being honest with you, Jesus Christ, just oh, uh, for so many reasons. But let's not get off track, right? The point was to just read you the story. And that shit just irritated me, dog. That I mean, it's assuming this is true. Just shit like that, you know, people like that, man. What the fuck? What the fuck? And like you let me go, let me read the last part again. What did he say? That's it. No revenge, no justice. The bad guy wins. Maybe one day he'll die in a fiery car crash. And the court, he's saying that, or she is saying that just to make themselves feel better. Maybe one day he'll get what he deserves, to die in a fiery car crash. I can only hope that's the case. And then he he says, sometimes the people on top make it a life goal to pull the wings off of flies. And just in case y'all don't understand what this person means to say, I mean, imagine Just, I mean, imagine literally capturing flies and then pulling the wings off of them. Like what type of fucking demented human being would do some shit like that? You know what I mean? The idea is like some people make it a point in life just to pick on the little guy, just to take advantage of, abuse and run over the weak, the helpless, the defenseless, somebody who's in a lower or inferior position. You know, some people are just fucking like that for whatever reason. Some of them are fucking psychopaths, others are just so damaged, Um, you know, after certain life experiences that they just feel the need to, they've been so hurt by others that they feel the need to hurt everyone else. Uh, I'm not a fucking psychologist, I don't know, man. I don't know, it could be a million things, but he's right or she's right. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Um, Sometimes the people on top make it a life goal to pull the wings off of flies. That's a really uh, good way to sum up this story. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But right, let's move on to story number three. Hang on a second. All right. Here's my go-to party story. It's about a friend of mine named Will who got herpes. <laughs> Here's his story. I met Will in elementary school and we became fast friends. I don't know. Maybe he means I became we became friends fast or best friends. I don't know what he means by fast friends. I met Will in elementary school and we became fast friends. We were thought of as pretty cool back then because we knew what sex was in parentheses, kinda, and we made a lot of poop jokes. This is what made you cool in fifth grade, I guess. I'm already not liking where this story's going. Well, in sixth grade, we were forced to go our separate ways as Will went to a private school while I went back to the local public school. Unfortunately, we drifted apart because of this, and I didn't see Will again for years. About a third of the way through senior year of high school, which, for those of y'all that don't know, is the fourth and final year of high school. About a third of the way through senior year of high school, I received some exciting news. Will was transferring to my high school. Well, next week, Will arrived, and he was a changed man. Will liked drugs. Lots of drugs. I like drugs, too, but not nearly as much or as many drugs as Will. Will experimented with pretty much any drug you can think of, and was on something pretty much all the time. A few examples. Will like to do MDMA, or Molly, in class. I have no idea how he was able to do this because I can't sit still or be quiet while rolling. And rolling is, I guess, how you describe being high on MDMA. So, I don't know how he was able to do this in class because I can't sit still or be quiet while rolling. Frankly, that sounds like hell. He was high on acid a lot. He took a lot of that in class. One time, he was drunk for about three weeks straight because he was afraid of the hangover he would get when he finally sobered up. It suffices to say, the kid liked to be fucked up. (laughs) It suffices to say, the kid liked to be fucked up, which means, you know, drunk or high. He liked to be fucked up. So, one day, Will was at his house hanging out with another friend of ours named Eric, Will decided to smoke some crack. Jesus Christ. The crack must have made Will pretty horny because he went on Craigslist to find a hooker. (laughs) He found a cheap drive to your house hooker on Craigslist that was only $100. The picture was pretty hot too. Picture a hot Italian chick with long brown hair, bright eyes, and a pretty substantial rack. And ladies and gentlemen, the word rack is used to refer to a woman's breasts, right? So (laughs) I can't even talk. Picture a hot Italian chick with long brown hair, bright eyes, and a pretty substantial rack. What a refined way to describe this woman. So Will decided that she was the one he wanted. So he stole $100 from his little brother and called the number. Now, if there's one thing I have learned in my life, it's this. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. In this instance, this proved to be correct. About 45 minutes later, a beat up old black car pulls up to the driveway and our walks, oh, it's a typo, and out walks the hooker. Let me read it again. About 45 minutes later, a beat up old black car pulls up to the driveway and out walks the hooker. She did not look the same as the picture. In fact, she didn't look even close to anything like the girl in the picture. The hooker was not a young Italian chick, but a middle aged black woman. She was about 180 to 200 pounds and was probably about 45 years old. I later asked Will, If it wasn't what you thought you were paying for, why did you do it? To which he responded, Well, most hookers carry guns and I didn't want to get shot. To which I replied, Why didn't you just give her the money?" His answer was that he didn't think about that because he was high on crack and extremely horny. I thought that was a good enough excuse. (laughs) Well, to make a long story short, Will did the dirty deed with the dirty hooker. Jesus. For those of y'all that didn't understand that, to make a long story short, or in summary, Will had sex with this dirty whore. A few days later, He had a burning sensation when he peed, so he went to the doctor. Unfortunately for him, it was herpes. He later told me that his dick looked like Wolverine tried to eat it. Jesus Christ. Here's the kicker. This is his virginity story. God damn. Yeah, he lost it to a hooker and got herpes. On the bright side, he's doing much better now and he went through rehab and is now in college working on getting a degree. I'm also pretty sure he's still drug free. What the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Say no to drugs, kids. Say no to drugs. Jesus fucking Christ. This man was high on crack cocaine and got so horny that he got on. And just for those of y'all that don't know, Craigslist is like a. It's a a, a site on the internet where individuals can buy and sell items without needing to go through a broker or some third party or something like that. So if I have an old TV and I want to sell it to somebody, I can post it or list it on Craigslist and anybody in my city or the surrounding area can see that TV, send me a message and say, I want to buy your TV. We meet, either they come get the TV or I take it to them or if you're smart, you meet in some public place because you don't fucking know these people. And they give you the money, you give them the TV. That's the basic idea of Craigslist. So this motherfucker got high on crack and said, I'm horny as fuck. I want, I want to have sex right now. Gets on Craigslist and looks for a hooker. And a hooker is a woman, it's a prostitute, right? A woman who sells her body for, for money. Um, or more specifically, who has sex with people for money. Um so this guy's on Craigslist and he sees a picture of what they describe as a hot Italian chick with bright eyes and a substantial rack. And he says, this is the one I want. So this fucking dude high on crack cocaine steals hundred dollars from his little brother and calls the hooker and says, pull up at the crib. It's going down. Right. She pulls up at the house in a beat up car. Looks nothing like the picture. Not only is she not young or Italian, it's a fucking middle-aged black woman, almost 200 pounds. And instead of just giving her the money to leave, or instead of telling her to fuck off because she's she was a fucking catfish, um, Will decided, well, I, I mean, she's here and I'm afraid she'll shoot me if we don't go through with this, so I guess I gotta fuck this lady. He does it, gets herpes... And to top it all off, this is the first time he's ever had sex. He lost his virginity to a hooker that gave him herpes, dog. Say no to drugs.